0: welcome once again to another episode of the random access podcast brought to you by rapodcast.net this is episode 425 recorded live on sunday august 16th 2015 and here are your hosts the man who's back in wisconsin dave play hey hey and the man who's still chilling in michigan andy love hi
1: which you expect to be for quite some time right
0: i'm just saying that you're I back because we were all up north and now right, you're but, back on the other side of the lake and now I'm you on you live side. in that state yes i do live in that state it's, so yes
1: it's not I like you're still there. at the vacation spot no you're not still at the vacation spot no okay my brother is up this, there right yeah. now so it's like yeah you wouldn't want to be up there no let's see
0: yep posted four photos of the sunset <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you stalking your brother online
0: is it stalking if they post it on facebook and it's in your feed
1: uh yes ish was it up there that we were having that discussion about stalking were you part of that discussion i'm not sure it was up there i just don't remember if you were part of it it was a question of it it was almost exactly that question of is it stalking if the other party encourages it So, like, if you had a stalker and you knew that you had a stalker and you went to the stalker and said, like, hey, so I'm going over here and I'll see you there. Is that still stalking?
0: Oh, yeah. This was the whole glimpse thing, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I feel like stalking has a... Let's see what the definition of stalking is. Lame. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Going to the definition.
0: Okay. According to dictionary of stalk... Pursue or approach stealthily.
1: Yeah, but that's that's to stalk, like yeah,
0: harass or do? persecute someone with unwanted and obsessive attention. So unwanted is right there,
1: right? So if if they consent to it, it's not stalking.
0: No, they consent to it. That means they just hit "I agree" on your terms of service. <laughs>
1: However, posting to Facebook does not automatically imply consent. It's consent amongst your friends, but if you have a public profile, that could still be stalking.
0: Yes. So if it, I I can't, I'd have to see if his profile is public, but still.
1: I mean, I, I assume you are one of his friends. Yes. On Facebook. So it's not unwanted attention unless he like unfriends you. How's your sunburn? Peeling. Oh, no! That's unfortunate. Oh, supposedly
0: Sorry. my uh, brother got his motorized raft-tower thing working.
1: Mo- Wait, there was a what?
0: He was up there earlier. I don't remember exactly when. Um, He was trying out this whole motorized, like, basically a tug for the
1: raft. For the giant raft.
0: Yes, for the giant raft.
1: That's awesome!
0: And so, it, I think also he was trying to set it up there so it would... Uh, look for its g p s coordinates to try and keep it uh where it 's supposed to be granted i 'm sitting there like watching him talk about this motorized raft and the the, the whole nine yards and everything and i 'm sitting there thinking like cinder block
1: yep that said, the cinder block idea was not without its own flaws
0: yes no we had we had to upgrade from twine to bungee cord, and then it worked beautifully
1: I think next time i 'm just going to go get chain. <laughs> The bungee cord worked fine. Yeah, but the chain would work fine as well, and then you wouldn't have to worry about your bungee cords getting wet, and you could potentially just leave it there.
0: I could, or I could just leave the bungee cords there, because <laughs> I got those at Harbor Freight, so...
1: Yeah, I didn't like the stress the bungee cords were putting on the, the side of the ship, though. It didn't seem to be that bad. Or, yes, if, if you get a chain, yes, the chain... Or you can, can just go to, like, Meyer and buy 15 feet of chain and be done with it.
0: Yeah. Once you get the chain connected to itself, so you have to get some sort
1: of, like, bolt and washer, maybe? Or a carabiner. Or a carabiner, yes. Carabiner also would work. Hardest part is finding something to be a buoy. So for those of you who aren't following, Andy's brother at the cabin has a large inflatable raft. It seats, according to the box, uh, eight people. Eight people, six people. And we got eight on it. Uh, Because it really could seat like up to 10. It's big. It's huge. But on Lake Michigan, if you're too close to the shore, you just get pushed back to the shore by the waves. If you're too out from from the shore, you are in trouble. And so we wanted to lock it down. We made an anchor. We took a cinder block and walked it out 50 feet from the beach, dropped it, and then tied it to the raft. Cinder block edges are rough. Yes, and so it cut the twine. Yes. I'm still not convinced a fish didn't eat through it, but it cut the twine. Uh, so that was a problem. We tried it again, and it cut the twine. We tried it a third time, and it cut the twine. And then we went and got some <laughs> bungee cords and used those instead of twine.
0: Built Burned the castle down, fell, fell over into the swamp. Yeah,
1: I was thinking it too. <laughs> Burned down, <laughs> fell over, then sank into the swamp. But the fourth, the fourth one stands today. Um, yeah, no, we'll just, I'm going to go to, like, Blaine's Farm and Fleet or Meyer and just buy 15 feet of chain and a carabiner, and that will be our anchor. I suppose, yes, that also could work. The buoy discussion comes from, once you've got the cinder block out there, man, wouldn't it be nice to just leave it there, but you have to mark that it's there somehow, otherwise you will never find it again. So you could attach a buoy to it.
0: But then you got a random buoy floating in the middle of Lake Michigan, which everybody goes by and goes, oh, what's this
1: about? Do you really think a lot of people are going to stop their boat 50 feet from the shore? Yes. When the water is about three and a half to four feet deep? Jet skis. Okay. So they'll stop, they'll look down and see a cinder block.
0: Well, then you also got it. There's two things along with that. One is the fact that it probably will... Um, Not survive get, the winter. <laughs> it probably won't survive the winter. It also probably will get buried. Yeah. So you'll have to see if the the thing can actually um, stay afloat. Otherwise, the thing will just slowly get farther and farther under the sand. The buoy. Yeah.
1: The the point of a buoy is to float.
0: Yes, I know. But if the if the cinder block slowly
1: gets buried. A, yeah. Yeah. That's why there's fifteen feet of chain. True. You have some leeway. It's not like you are tying the buoy to the cinder block. You are tying the buoy to the chain, and then the chain to the cinder block. I suppose. And and if it gets buried, that's even better, because then it's not going anywhere. Yeah.
0: What if you get algae and seaweed on the chain, though?
1: Then there's algae and seaweed on the chain, and you've created a microcosm of life.
0: Congratulations. You've seeded life in the Great Lakes. And it's not Asian carp. But yeah, no, my brother instead built a whole motorized raft tug thing. Good for him. Which I probably will see on Facebook at some point. Yep. Or when we go up there next year. No, he's probably going to take that with him, just like his drone. Aw. Which crashed into a tree.
1: He crashed his drone into a tree. Mm-hmm.
0: I would link you the video, but it's horrible. It's just a lot of shaky camera, and then finally it just... I'm good. ...crashes into a tree.
1: I'm good. No worries. Don't worry about it. I just found my toothbrush in here, which makes me really concerned because what did I use last night to brush my teeth?
0: (laughs) I do not know. So should we talk about things that happened
1: while we were away? Uh, We produced an episode that was nothing but the sounds of Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. I listened for about 10 minutes and then I gave up. The waves were a lot faster than I thought they were. I that that I did absolutely nothing
0: to that audio. That is entirely just me go walking down to the beach and hitting record.
1: Yep, I watched you do it. <laughs> but the I'm just I'm commenting that the waves of Lake Michigan. I mean, you think about like ocean waves. You think right? Yeah. But this they were they were overlapping. The next wave was hitting before the first one was done. You did listen to it, didn't you? Oh yeah, no. Okay. Well, you just have no comments on it, so.
0: It was just a. It was a slightly windy day, so there wasn't any like big waves. They were just lots of little tiny waves.
1: Lots of tiny
0: waves. What I should have done is that that last day we had all the white caps. I should have gone down and recorded that one. Because <laughs> then that would have just sounded like the ocean with the big waves that come every you know ten seconds or so.
1: Yep, yep, Rather yep. Rather than yep,
0: yep. making it sound like I'm piddling around in a bathtub. <laughs>
1: Uh, so topics. Topics. Moving on from that imagery. Topics. What would we like to talk? There's there's so much in there. Um, We could do the, the number one right up at the top. Biggest one, in my opinion. Starting with A. Start with A. A for alphabet and G for Google. This was weird. So Google has, in in the last many years, grown and grown and grown and really got... Kind of big and weird.
0: Yeah, because they they bought things (laughs) like Nest
1: and Boston Dynamics. And when you think about Google as a company, that's kind of problematic, right? You've got all these different groups doing different things, and that makes it a little harder to manage. Yeah. So what Google has now done is created a new company called Alphabet, the new corporate entity, and Alphabet owns Google. Everyone who had a share of Google now has a share of Alphabet. It is a one-to-one transition. And Alphabet is more like a holding company now. So it's a company that just owns other companies, one of which is Google. Yes. But Google is splitting itself up. So there's Google, which is Google, which is the search engine and the ad revenue and uh, I think YouTube is still part of Google. But then you have some of these other companies like Nest or Google X Labs, their R&D uh, skunkworks division, which are going to be owned not by Google itself, but by Alphabet, the company that owns Google.
0: So yeah, so X Lab
1: is spinning off. Um... And it should be pointed out, Google's CEO and president, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, are resigning from Google to run Alphabet. Yes.
0: But I, I, I honestly, it makes sense. That way, Google can do what Google was supposed to do and not be caught up in things like driverless cars. It, it can, Google can still handle the web stuff. So you still yeah. have YouTube. You still have Google Maps. You still have Google Now. You still
1: have Google Photos. Although surprisingly, Google is still going to be in charge of Android. Really? Yes. I would have thought that they'd split Android off.
0: Hmm. But no, this this. My question now becomes though, um, who? Because Google is still the money maker, right? Yeah. So is Google basically giving its profits to Alphabet to then be distributed back down through all the other companies? Probably. Sounds about right. So how? It has changed on paper, but nothing really has.
1: Yeah. I mean, the day to day of the operation probably is not really changed. No, instead
0: of having you know them as CEO chairs of Google, now they're just CEO chairs of Alphabet. Alphabet. Instead of being the director of Google or the director of X Labs or something like that, now they're the CEO of Google and X Labs. But they're yep. still reporting to Larry yep. and Sergey. Yeah, I don't know. I feel <laughs> I feel like they're just uh, a rose is a rose. You can call it alphabet, of but it's still going to be.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> so the uh, stock is, is an interesting look for Google. Okay, because right, this is this is essentially no change, yeah. except that's not what the market always decides. Well, the market is dumb. Yeah, well, go look at the jump from uh, Monday night to Tuesday morning, because that's when they made the announcement. Was Monday
0: six thirty three up to six seventy, but th- nothing.
1: Yeah, nothing changed, just $37 per share. <laughs> For no apparent reason. I mean, in the long run, nothing changed, right? If you look at the the last month or the last three months, it's it's not even a noticeable blip in the last three months. Yeah. Okay, it's a little noticeable, but not much. But still, wow. So it jumped up and then that... immediately came back down, though. Yeah. So
0: the idea is, Google still does what Google does. All these crazy off-the-wall schemes do what they do, and we can keep the two of them separate. Yeah. So, when Google which is said, really
1: nice because if one fails, it doesn't impact Google's bottom line.
0: No. Right. I just would love to see the the uh, shareholders call talking about, oh, Google made this much, but Google X Labs took this much from us.
1: Lost this much, and this one lost this much, and this one lost this much.
0: So we're sort of making money, but we're not.
1: Oh, they're still making money. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. They're no. still making money.
0: Heck, the Google Ventures and Investments is probably still making money. <laughs>
1: So, along with all of this, there is one group that had been at Google that will no longer be at Google. Oh, Niantic Laboratory, Ingress, Field Trip, and Ingress. You remember Field Trip, right? Yeah. Okay. You know the the thing that Ingress became, or that became Ingress. Yes. So Niantic is going to be its own company under well, not Alphabet.
0: They're getting shown the door?
1: Yeah, they are not going to be part of Google, and they are not going to be part of Alphabet.
0: Huh, I'm not sure if I like this. Well, granted, I don't really play Ingress anymore, so...
1: Yeah, neither of us do. It's been so long since I've actually logged in. But yeah, it's that's kind of weird that this division, which has evidently been successful, is splitting.
0: So... How are they going to make money?
1: Um that's a good question. <laughs> Cuz
0: field trip I don't I don't see any way of making money with field trip. Yeah.
1: Well, with ingress they make money by selling partnerships.
0: Oh yeah, with the with like the zip cars and the other
1: yep. Zipcar, Yeah, zip car, juice. Uh, there was a a water bottling company thing that they did. I think it was pure or something like that. I think so. So that's how they make money on ingress. Also, I I haven't read the terms and conditions. I don't know if they sell that tracking data, but holy crap, think of the tracking data that they collect and what they could sell it for. True. I mean, that's what Google was using it for in the first place, was just the tracking information. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well,
0: how long do you give Ingress before it goes under?
1: It won't. You, it's, it won't? It's big enough. Okay. It'll continue for a long time.
0: What Pardon else me we just got? Wants to con- oh, I wonder if I could just connect back to the web browser and look. And look at what? See how things have evolved from my eight nodes in downtown Kalamazoo to.
1: To whatever it is now? Yeah. Um, Go for it. I'll wait. And why I sign
0: on? Where's the map? Ingress Intel map. There we go. I forgot. Yes, I'd like to sign in, please. Level six. Okay. Enter location. Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. <laughs> Holy crap. A lot of them. Uh, 1, two, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 19, 20, 20, 21, 22, 25, 26, 27, 29, 30, 32. 32, where there used to be eight. Wow. I wonder if they moved some of the ones on campus that I asked them to move. Uh, nope. They still did not move it. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Yep. God, there's so many on Western's campus. I could have a field day, but I won't.
1: A field day? Ah It's Ingress humor cause you make fields. Sure. When you when you link three yeah, in a yeah, triangle, I I it's called that. a field. I... So you'd have a field day? Yeah, no, no. no. i no.
0: I I did not mean that, nor am I going to agree to that.
1: Oh. Or cause it's the field trip app?
0: Nope. There there was no pun intended at all. But there was a pun. Yes, but it was not intentional. Yes, but there was a pun. If you say so. So speaking of ABCs. Yeah. Sesame Street. Was
1: not on ABC. No. Oh, but they talk about ABCs. Yes. This episode is brought to you by the letter F. Yeah. Well, now this episode is brought to you by the letters H, B, and O. (laughs) I was driving home from work when this came up on NPR. And the, the topic was like, HBO buys Sesame Street for five years. Say, huh? What? Say what? <laughs> what? And they just kept reporting on it. And every 30 seconds, the only thing that I could say was, what? <laughs> what? I, what? HBO has, uh, I guess, teamed up with Sesame Street Workshop. Yes. Is teamed up the right word? They didn't purchase it. They are going but to they fund bought, it. They, they said, we will fund you for five years. Now, think yes. about that, right? That is the number one thing on public TV, Sesame Street. And it's what draws a lot of people to PBS. That and Ken Burn documentaries. So we will fund you, entirely fund you, for five years. On the condition, we get your episodes nine months before they go onto public television. Yes.
0: The other um, issue with this is the fact that
1: uh, there are episodes. Hang on. on. Let people have the the opportunity to go, what? Okay, go ahead.
0: So yeah, so they will be on HBO nine months before they're on PBS. They will still be on PBS.
1: It's not going away. No. However, it is exclusive.
0: Yes, which means all of the Sesame Street episodes on Netflix and Amazon, when the current deals expire, that's it. Do not get to go back up. Nope. They still will be available on PBS Kids because that's part of the, the contract with PBS. But
1: So this actual- is really a strike. Like, this is a, a tactical attack on Netflix and Amazon Video. Yes. I,
0: I. Part of me goes, what are you doing, Sesame Street? But then part of me goes... It, may, it 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 makes sense for them they were losing money year after year after year because yeah cuz
1: it's PBS yeah it's publicly funded yes well, they're going to lose money i am not expecting PBS to make money
0: no um most of their uh revenue actually comes from licensing and um merchandise
1: yeah I still
0: don't expect them to make money. Well, they at least need to break even. They've been running a deficit for years.
1: No, they don't need to break even.
0: (laughs) They get funding from the federal government. Yes, but that funding is, A, the federal funding keeps on shrinking, even though I think it's, like, some ridiculously small number of the actual budget.
1: Yeah, it's almost non-existent. Yeah,
0: but the, no, the the actual, like, the, most of their other revenue sources have been shrinking as well. So they they couldn't give up. With this HBO deal, not only will they be able to survive for the next five years, but they will also be able to produce twice as many episodes as they normally
1: did. Because they're getting a shit ton of funding. Yes. Wow.
0: I don't know. I Like, yes, I understand this. This was a move that they needed to do to survive. Yep. But Sesame Street was originally created back during the 70s with the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and most of these things here. They were originally created to give underprivileged children a chance to catch up to their other Years. counterparts. Yes. Basically those who had the ability to get other, their early childhood education from other sources. Now we're just basically saying, well, if you have HBO, then you can do Sesame Street.
1: Oh, you, you can still do it on PBS. Or we're making it basically a paywall first. thats But you can still do it on PBS. I mean, what, what part of Sesame Street was time-sensitive?
0: No, that is true. There wasn't a lot of time-sensitive information on Sesame Street.
1: It's not like they talk about current events. No. I guess if you're worried about your five-year-old getting spoilers from their friend whose parents subscribe to HBO. Uh, but if that's the case, keep in mind, HBO encourages its users to share HBO Go. True. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you're still limiting it because you'd need an Internet connection. But really, I, I'm not as concerned about it. Oh,
0: OK. So here's another fun little tidbit. Normally, the, the um, PBS stations basically have to pay the, the Sesame Street workshop for the episodes.
1: Yeah, they aren't going to, which means they get to reallocate the money. Yes. Well, that's good. So all the money that used to go to Sesame Street gets to go to other things, which is great in the short term, although at the end of these five years, that's going to suck.
0: If, yeah, people need to realize it's only a short term thing and they need to plan accordingly. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Part of my childhood makes me feel sad inside, but then the rest of me goes, well, that's good. Sesame Street will still be around. Yep. For quite some time. So you know what's not going to be around? What is not going to be around? Cell phone contracts. What? Yep. So T-Mobile, what, two years ago, basically dropped their contracts, like the two-year yes. service agreements for their cell phones.
1: Well, they they came out with a contract-free opportunity. Yes, which they that's basically all
0: their plans now. Okay. Then back in June, AT&T followed suit and dropped their uh, two-year contracts. Okay. From their new plans. And last Thursday, Verizon dropped theirs. Hmm. So instead of paying... for an iPhone, and then basically you pay it back in the contract, and you're not allowed to move for two years and all that other fun stuff. What goes on now is um, you pay an access fee to have your phone connected. Yep. $20 Twenty dollars for a smartphone, ten dollars for a hotspot, and five dollars for a smartwatch, and then you pay for your data, and that's it. Well, then you if if you buy the phone, you have to pay back. You you can do an installment plan for your phone, so you pay X amount of dollars a month for twenty four months or something like that. I think the iPhone, it's like, sorry, I got another voicemail. Um, so you pay you pay monthly for your phone. You pay for this connection fee, and you pay for data, unlimited talk, unlimited text and um you just pay for the amount of data and once you if you want more data you you pay for more data. The hmm. The one downside on this is uh if you used to have a a big family plan you used to pay $15 a month for the access fee for every other line attached. Now it's 20, but you do get some more um data attached to it. Okay. Sorry that the upstairs people are running again.
1: Ah. Lots of distractions.
0: Yes. Um, So yeah, you you pay for data, you get unlimited talks, you get unlimited texts. If you want to add more phones, you just pay for the other access fees for it. And if you want more data, you just pay for more data. So if you want to switch between levels of data, you can every month. If you want to leave Verizon, you can, you just have to pay them back the rest of your phone if you're on a monthly plan. Or if your phone's paid off, your phone is paid off. You're free to go. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile, no more contract plans.
1: How long before Sprint caves? I don't know. Does
0: Sprint uh, does Sprint still even have the plans? Yes. Okay. Well, I think if Verizon caved, I think Sprint's. I'd say by November. Okay. Granted, it took two years for AT&T and Verizon to do something, but. Yeah.
1: So, Hearthstone. Yes. It's making a lot of money.
0: Yep. And it's probably going to make some more because they're coming out with the new card packs. Uh, should be this month with the new...
1: The the Grand Tournament thing? Yes.
0: So there's, there's some new uh, card features and there's this thing called the Joust. Um, but yeah, no, the new cards are coming out, so they're probably going to make a bunch of money like that. But uh, according to a group called Super Data... Blizzard makes $20 million every month off of Hearthstone.
1: That is quite a bit of money. Yes.
0: Also surprising, there are more players of Hearthstone on
1: mobile devices than on PCs. That's not surprising. Although I'm curious as to how they count that. Do I count as a player on mobile or on PC or on both? I don't
0: know. If you want to pay for this (laughs) data, uh, the PDF is $2,000.
1: What the hell?
0: It's it's a detailed snapshot of the worldwide digital card game market across all platforms with consumer insights on U.S. players. $2,000 for this.
1: My God, $2,000. I'd want a lot more information about it before I fork over $2,000. Yep. I want to know where they got this information from. I want to know how they collected it. I want to know how they analyzed it. I want to know all of that before I see the actual data.
0: Well, they give a contact information. To ask them to request further detail on any of our reports, please fill out the below information. We'll be in touch. No, thank you. Twenty million a month. Twenty million dollars a month. Yep. God damn. When did this report come out? Uh, just recently. How recently? Uh, let me see if there's a date attached to this.
1: I mean, the article is August 11th.
0: Um, come on, you gotta you gotta give me something date-wise. I'm guessing August fourth probably because they want to make you go through an entire checkout system just to download a sample so i'm just going to agree with you on that one sure
1: okay because that's the day when activision stock jumped three dollars <laughs> and 20 million a month how much was wow making at its peak 10 million people at 12 dollars a month it's pretty easy math there andy well, i'm seeing if um
0: da-da. looking at well that's from 2014 no i don't care about your stupid splash page uh god there's a lot of legalese in this stupid thing
1: what are you looking for andy
0: i was just trying to read the uh business wire report on it that was a lot of stuff It's their okay. no purpose full of sound and fury but yeah oh no, uh, wow makes a lot i wonder how much overwatch it was gonna make
1: well given that they haven't released a pricing model we have no idea i'm i'm hoping for the team fortress to free hats idea That'd be nice. Just say it's totally free. You can make money. You can sell things. So speaking of WoW, there's a new expansion? There is. There is, there is. It's not out yet. It's, it's supposed to go into beta sometime this year. Uh, but it is the Legion. So if you are familiar with World of Warcraft and with Warcraft lore in general, the ultimate big bad is the Burning Legion. And so in this one... Uh it's it's kind of pushing aside the Horde versus Alliance stuff that's been going on lately and refocusing on the Legion. And so there's some really cool stuff that they're adding and there's a new class that they're bringing in. Keep in mind this is the third new class in 10 years. Demon Hunter.
0: I still remember when the Blood Knights came out, that was weird. Death Knights. Death Knights, Blood Knights.
1: Uh, blood was one of the talent trees of Death Knight. Okay. You could be a Blood Death Knight, but there were no Blood Knights. There were Blood Elves. Were you thinking of the race, the Blood Elves? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, they, they added Death Knight as a hero class, so when you started as a Death Knight, you were automatically level 50. And then they added Monk with Mists of Pandaria, and now they're adding Demon Hunters, which look really, really, really cool. The ability to level up weapons? That's gonna be interesting. There'll be artifacts where you actually level your weapon along with your character. Not your character's weapon ability, you actually level the weapon. You remember that back in Vanilla? You had to train with certain weapons? Yes. You had to get
0: 300 or 200 on your bow. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, still not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole, but... But it's there. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Don't, Dave, don't do it. No? Maybe. Nope. So there's a new app on Android called okay. Robin Hood and I have mixed feelings about it but it's kind of important to the general populace so I thought we should talk about it uh, it is a stock trading app which is not anything big or groundbreaking there's tons of those the difference is there's no commission so how do they make money they make money because you you have to give them money that you want to invest and you are going to purchase stocks with that money yes okay so you put in you Andy Lowe put in a hundred dollars. And you go and buy $95 worth of a stock. Well, that last $5 is just kind of sitting there, except it's not going to sit there. They will have that gaining interest. I and see. And they're not going to give you that interest. They'll just take it. So that's how they make money. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that's how actually most brokerage firms make money. They make interest on the cash that you have in their account. But then they also charge you for each time you... Yeah. The other brokerages also charge you for every trade. Yeah, this one won't charge you for the actual trade, which is both good and bad. It's good in the sense of, yay, I'm not losing 10 bucks when I make a trade, no matter how big or how small. The downside is it's encouraging really bad behavior.
0: Because there's no monetary value attached to any sort of.
1: Aside from that, day trading is bad. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes, day trading is bad. Day trading is bad for the economy. I will come right out and say that. I mean, well, okay, I won't come right out and say that. I'm not an economist. I just said that, and there goes any sort of like political campaign I could ever run. Uh, Day trading is Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad for the economy. It's not actually doing anything. You are making money from nothing. You are not providing a good or a service. You are not yes. enabling others to provide goods and services. You are. It, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, And this encourages day trading. It encourages transactions of small amounts. People often invest and move money through the stock market way more often than they should. Stock market is not there to make a quick buck. It's there for long-term investments.
0: You should tell uh, Wall Street that because... <laughs> nothing yeah, like having well, them...
1: Micro trading is, is insane, right? Yeah.
0: Now, laying your own fiber cable so you can get, you know, six hundredths of a second faster. Yeah. Probably, probably six tenths, but still just microseconds faster.
1: Yeah. Adding computers to the stock market was a bad choice.
0: Yeah. No. What was that? Flash crash? That was surprising.
1: Yep. It's all going to come tumbling down. But this app is out there. It's free. You don't have to pay for the app. You link it to your bank account, you give them money, and then you can invest it. And you can move it around the market with no concern. It, it doesn't cost you anything. So you know those, those games and like what you would do in high school for your econ class of like, mm-hmm. here's a mock stock market. Now you can do that in the real world. <laughs> Ah. Know a company that you think is going to do really good really soon? Make an important announcement really soon? Well, go ahead and invest.
0: But if you start day trading, no. Put it down, walk away. I mean, that is that
1: is day trading. I know, but... Uh. Yep. So that's a thing. Here's another thing. Soylent 2.0. Now with flavor? Nope. Still the same Soylent, ah, uh, but prepackaged. Oh, premixed and prepackaged. So, is taking that six minutes every week too much work for you? Well, here's Soylent 2.0. Now, not only do you need not need to actually cook food, you don't even need to prepare the shake. You just open it and drink. Twelve pack will run you thirty dollars. Do they say how many of them you're supposed to have in a day? No. Like it's a 12 pack for $30. Is each one a meal?
0: Uh, Each bottle has around 20% of your daily recommended values for vitamins and minerals.
1: So five a day if you wanted to do nothing else. So 15 bucks a day, that's cheaper than food. Well, depends on how often you eat out. It's probably not actually cheaper than food. If you've like cereal for breakfast, make your own lunch, make your own dinner, slightly more expensive. Yes. Yes, it is.
0: The powdered version for 28 meals is at least $70,
1: so it puts you on a on a scale right there. Yep. Well, the powdered version is is pretty cheap. It's like three bucks a meal.
0: Half of its fat energy coming from farm-free algae sources.
1: Yep. It's kind Virgin of sources. a crazy Soy. thing. Have you tried it yet? No. If you ever come out here, I'll let you try some of uh, the stuff I make. Okay. It's interesting. It's not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> it is wow, useful. Here. It is. I know. I'm, I'm totally selling it. It's super useful, and what I use it for is just as a, a mixer in uh, smoothies. Ah. So I make a smoothie, and I just add some soylent. Mm. Just don't drink it hot or even warm. <laughs> it's kind of nasty when it's warm.
0: Okay. So speaking of nasty, Comcast.
1: Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs>
0: we got two bits of information here about Comcast. Yeah. First one is somebody asked the VP of Internet Services, uh, why are Comcast caps set so low compared to the speeds they're being sold at? 100 megabits per second can hit 300 gigabytes in six hours. His response, no idea. I'm involved on the engineering side to manage the measurement systems, but don't weigh in on the business policies.
1: Wait. That's the VP of internet services. Yes. And he doesn't have a say on business policy.
0: No. He manages the engineering side. To he manage manages the, the systems. The business policy side. Business policy decisions are the ones who actually control the data caps. So, there's absolutely no reason why they're there outside of making money. Oh goodness. But but Yeah, I know. The VP of internet services
1: doesn't get to set the policy on their internet service. Yep. That's not a VP of Internet Services. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's awkward and weird. What else? You said there were two. Yes. It's the other one, the NBC one. Yes. Okay.
0: NBC Universal. Yeah. Is buying a big chunk of Vox and and, and supposedly also Buzzfeed, but that one hasn't been officially announced yet. So.
1: What does yeah. Vox own? Uh, Vox owns.
0: Did I not get this one? Oh, now I'll have to look that up. I to the other articles had it listed. But I recode. guess I grabbed
1: the wrong one. Andy. What? Vox owns Recode.
0: Yeah, it owns Recode. Um SB Nation, The Verge, Polygon, Curbed, Eater, Racked, and they just I, got recode.
1: I don't know any of these things.
0: Well we've linked a couple of Polygon articles on this um on this podcast. On the podcast, yeah.
1: There there you go. You doing yeah. okay
0: there, Andy? Tired. Yeah? Yeah, I went running this morning,
1: so uh, only okay. an hour. You, you sound like you're, you're like a bit out of it. Almost as out of it as this poor Nintendo employee was oh. when he agreed to make an appearance on a podcast. Understandable. We've had some things along those lines. We've, we've asked people before to show up on RA Podcast, and you guys know we've had guests, and we love having guests. Speaking of which, Andy, packs 10
0: Got to figure out what we want to do with that one. Uh, What we've done before Okay, so we need to somehow schedule The two of us together
1: True Uh, So (laughs) other times when, when we've asked People to be on, one of the reactions We got was, yeah, that sounds great Let me check with HR Or let me check with my company's PR department Yes Well, someone at Nintendo didn't do that He just said like, yeah, sure, why not And went on And now he no longer works at Nintendo Oh, that's sad. This is why whenever I, I ask a developer to come on, unless it's like a small indie studio, I actually go to the HR department first and say, we would like to have someone on from your yeah. organization. Or Do Or the, have the anyone? PR department or somebody yeah. who... Yeah, not HR, PR. Yeah. Press relations, public relations, say like, we would like to interview someone from your organization. Do you have anyone you'd recommend? Do you have anyone you want to give us? And they're usually like, yeah, totally. Here, we can give you this person. Nintendo probably wouldn't do that. Nintendo would probably say, no, who here's are you? a press kit. Have fun. They wouldn't say, who are you? They'd, they'd just say, here's a press kit. Yeah. So, bad decision. Very bad decision. He was let go. Still on relatively good terms. Nintendo even said, like, we, you know, we wish him the best of luck. We hope that he, he finds success. Uh just won't be here. Yeah.
0: Oops. Mm-hmm. Some more oops.
1: Keyless hacking. Really? Yeah. This is actually really clever. Okay. Really, really clever. So we talked about the, the garage door thing. Yes. And the rolling code. Yes. And the way rolling code works is it only accepts the same code once. Yes. And then it, it you have to give it a new code. So it, it's got a series of codes that it works with. Uh, you know, generated following a pattern, there's probably a checksum, but it won't accept the same code twice. So this little piece of circuit board is a receiver and a broadcaster. And you turn it on and it will jam the signals being sent by keyless remotes. So you go to your car and you, you press the unlock button. This is currently jamming that frequency, but it still receives the unlock. And it stores that. And so you think, oh, it just didn't work. And so you press unlock again. And that second time, because this thing received a code, it stops jamming. And so you press unlock again. And now your car opens up. And you say, cool, I got it. And then you open your car door. And then later, some other time, this device will rebroadcast the first code. Because the car never got it.
0: No, 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 no. Okay. You're you're slightly wrong on that. I'm this.
1: slightly wrong? Go yes. ahead. Correct me.
0: I'm doing this okay. from memory. So it's still jamming the wireless signal from the key fob. Yeah. Oh, it just rebroadcasts the second one? It rebroadcasts the first one and stores oh, the second one. It, it kind of yeah. It's a okay. hold-and-forward sort of attack. Oh, God. Yeah, that, yeah. So it, you hit the key fob. It sends the first signal to your to the device. It stores that one. Then you do it again. When it gets the second code, rebroadcast the first code now it's got one stored in the bank and
1: so, so it doesn't, yeah it never has to stop jamming it just yeah. broadcasts itself out oh God okay 35 bucks 32 bucks worth of parts that is ridiculous yeah.
0: Okay. I'm glad. Okay. So I'm looking through here. It's like, okay, Ford, Toyota, the newer Cadillacs have codes that are generated by the fobs that actually have a timestamp on them. Cute.
1: Unfortunate so, if your car's clock gets out
0: of sync, but cute. Well, key fobs are also if you really want to mess with somebody.
1: Yeah. Yeah take
0: their key fob make sure you're very far away from the car yeah and you normally hit the unlock button i think it's about a hundred times which you could easily just do that just like sitting there just unlock one two three four five six seven eight yeah Yeah. 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 then that will get the key fob and the car far enough apart on their rolling codes that it won't work And they will actually have to take it back to most the of the time dealership. the dealer to resync them together.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually just had to replace the battery in mine. Ah. That was fun. Wow. Okay, so then
0: this one would just sit there, and that, every time you would broadcast a code, it would just use the one in the bank and then store the new one, so everything is still... In sync. In sync, but they're yeah. still off by one, because th- there's always a little leeway in... Tons of leeway, about a hundred. Yeah, about a hundred... Hundred code leeway in these systems oh that's both brilliant and terrifying and terrifying
1: yes so you just hide this near someone's garage and then you can break in whenever you want
0: all right anything else sorry i'm just still thinking about that uh roomba has gotten approval from the fcc to start doing robotic lawnmowers i may do that They needed the FCC's permission because the FCC typically does not allow unlicensed fixed outdoor infrastructure to remote low powered radio signals, which it's just like your normal basically rumor with those little like cones that tell it where to not go. Yep. And these things were operating in the same range as the National Radio Astronomy Observatory. Oops,
1: how much are they charging for this thing? Have they said yet?
0: No, because they they needed to get the approval first. Otherwise, they they would make it, but they wouldn't be able to sell it anywhere because the FCC would be like, no, I'm sorry, you can't use that spectrum.
1: Try again. I want a Roomba lawnmower. I have a Roomba. I like my Roomba. I would love a Roomba lawnmower. Uh,
0: well, you can also currently get mowers like the RS630 from Robomo, but the users are required to place wires around the yard, so it's basically an invisible fence lawnmower. Yep. The iRobot ones, um, this is still an evaluation stage, so there's still no
1: actual... Holy shit, the RoboMower is
0: $2,000. So, Dave, what I need you to do <laughs> is buy that iRobot thing yeah. and then somehow work that into an actual lawnmower. Which iRobot? Oh the, the, the brainless one?
1: The dev kit the brainless dev kit? Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> now I'm just picturing like
1: an iRobot, like sitting on top of like just like a normal city lawnmower. No. Uh, there was a DMCA takedown for pixels.
0: Yes. They took down everything on is uh, it uh Vimo that had pixels in the title including their own official trailer oops (laughs) so yeah they they just they took down everything including actually the short film that the movie was based off of oops so yeah gotta love those automatic dmcas that literally take down anything with the word pixels in it even though it has absolutely nothing to do with the worst movie probably this year. year yep I can't believe it. And then, you know, once people started complaining, then they were like, all right, well, hold on. Let's take a look at this. Oh, we took down a lot. Oops. (laughs) Oops. Supposedly also, uh, I'm not sure if it was this week or last week, but uh, Fox News was able to take down Sky, you know, the Sky News Service, European news channel. Mm -hmm. Took down their live feed off of YouTube due to copyright infringement. Wait, What? (laughs)
1: It was a live feed. Yeah. How are you infringing? Uh, unless they had a camera pointed at Fox News. That's not really. I. Oh, God.
0: Got to love the DMCA. Take down first. Ask questions later. Yep. Uh, one last thing. Uh, a bunch of people were posting to Target's Facebook page about the fact that Target was not going to market their toys
1: as gender specific, which is to say they removed the section that says girls toys and boys toys. Yes. It is now just toys. Yes.
0: So, um, they, uh, would post to the Target Facebook page going, hey, what's up with this? And somebody decided to make their profile icon the Target bullseye and their name ask for help and then would post at the Target page and everybody thought it was actually Target responding to them and he was just trolling the hell out of these people.
1: The really funny part is there was a lot of people who got all up in arms about this, right? Like there were people that he was trolling. Yes. If Target had just done it but not publicized it no one would have said anything
0: instead they publicized it then everybody got pissed and then he just had a field day with this
1: right i applaud target for their decision i am a little ticked at target for for trying to gain off of it
0: what's really funny though was uh, the target facebook page the day after this had happened um, wanted to let everybody know that trolls are back at Target after umpteen years. Yeah. Like trolls the little dolls. Yeah. Which everybody kind of took that as a little bit of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to what had happened the to day this, before. Yeah,
1: to this guy. That's awesome. Cute. Yep. All right. Is that everything? I do believe so. That's all the major things. Next up, then, random review. It is your turn, Dave. It is my turn. It is my week. And so I will review Watch Dogs. So, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed meets GTA 4. I really liked GTA 4. I want to point that out. I really liked GTA 4. Uh, I also enjoyed GTA 4. The story was, was great. I loved being this, this guy who came to the city. You know, like, two people in the city. And seeing that grow and change And as you move up through these ranks of the various crime groups... And I, I got the feeling that Nico Bellic was a good man willing to do bad things. Yes. And maybe that's just how I played him, right? Maybe other people played that game and like they played Nico as a total asshole. Uh, watchdogs is very similar. Watchdogs is Assassin's Creed meets GTA four. It's set in like near future, essentially modern day Chicago. Okay. Um, it's gorgeous. The city is very well designed. It's, it's alive. There's things happening in the city. Uh, I was walking down the river one day, just kind of walking along the river on my way to a mission and there was a group of tourists getting their picture taken. And you could actually stop and listen to the whole conversation. I never saw it again, right? You know, it, it's, yeah. it's these little things where like, yeah, it was randomly inserted. I never saw that again. You hear phone conversations, you eavesdrop on things and it's just the most... Uh, there there's so many the story is interesting i don't know how i felt about it. it it didn't feel quite as gripping and it started getting very predictable predictable in the sense of like oh wow everything looks like it's going great that means yep there's the mission and there's the phone call of something going wrong love it love it um it was fun it was really fun you get chased by the police and you have to get away from them. So there's a mechanic for hiding in the car. When they, when you pull into an alleyway and they've lost sight of you, you can hide. So the car is just parked there and now it just looks like a parked car. And if they don't get close to you, they just say, oh, no, nothing here and they keep going. Um, and then using things like the traffic lights and the blockers and the the just hacking the city to get away from cops is amazing towards the end of the game other people start to gain access to the system that you're using and so all of a sudden as you're driving trying to escape things the street lights in front of you change and the other cars start to move Ooh. or the uh the water main the steam pipes below the street explode so it and and the worst part is it's, that stuff's easy to deal with but the worst part is they're hacking you and so to represent that in the game the screen starts to flicker Uh And like there's digital artifacting on the screen and just like random shit that that keeps you from seeing clearly. Uh, One of the final missions, someone is is hacking uh, the GPS trackers. And so your target identifier, the thing you're like, you should be driving to this point on the map gets messy and more of them show up. And so you have to get to these three spots on the map and you've got about five seconds to memorize where those three spots are. Because he starts hacking it and like 30 of them start showing up. It's really good. I enjoyed playing through it. Did you play this on the PC or what? I did. I bought it in Steam. Played it during a Steam sale and really enjoyed it. Let's see. Do I have when I bought it? It doesn't say when I bought it. It says last played. No, I don't think it says when I bought it. Oh. I think I bought it during the summer sale. So June. It was worth it. Buying it in the summer sale. It was definitely worth it. I encourage you to play it. If you like Assassin's Creed, you will probably like Watch Dogs. If you like GTA 4, you will probably like Watch Dogs. There was one mission where there was a glitch. Okay. Um, and, and it was, it would have been impossible to beat had I not gone online and looked around for, for kind of alternatives to this. Uh, you've tracked a guy to his house and you need to break into the house. But when the screen switches views to the, the like hacking break in view, the intrusion view, something glitches and the character that you're tracking falls through the floor <laughs> and keeps falling And keeps falling until he gets out of range, and then you lose the mission. Ouch. And so the solution was shoot the wall with a gun. Because when you do that, it makes everyone around you flee, and so it moves him from that spot. That's funny. Yeah, it was really annoying. I was not happy about that. (laughs) But yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun game. Very emotionally moving at times. Did it make you think about Big Brother at all or no? No. Right. I had so much fun intruding on people's privacy. Are you kidding? <laughs> so that's that. Watch Dogs. I liked it. It was definitely worth playing. Any questions?
0: Not that I can think of. Um was there any multiplayer with it or no?
1: Yes in fact, they they built a lot of multiplayer directly into it. so you don't always have the option of multiplayer. sometimes it's kind of forced on you. Uh, for instance, if you're about to start a mission you you go and you you hold the Y button to start the mission and all of a sudden it's like oh you can't start it you're being invaded. Say what? And it turns out another player has been randomly assigned to your game in your world. And he's trying to hack you. So he's nearby and you don't know who he is. It looks like it's just normal people. And so you're like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, crap. I'm being hacked. Scan this, no. scan this person. No, scan this person. No, scan this person. Yes, it's them. Except now they know that you know that it's them. So now they try and either kill you. Or GTFO. And if they try and GTFO, you have to follow them and try and kill them or stop them or take them down. And so it's like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And you get the opportunity to do this too. The game presents you the opportunity to invade other people's worlds. And so you can go in and uh, my favorite one was I found this guy... All I had to do was stay close to him. That's all I had to do. So I got close and it was in this little residential area. And so I went down some stairs to a a basement level entrance and just crouched, stood there waiting and hacked a nearby camera so that I could watch from the outside. And there was this random person running around with an assault rifle, (laughs) scaring the fuck out of the populace. Because he's he's panicky. He's like, I can't find this guy. I can't find this guy. I know I'm getting hacked. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And he ran like right past me, but he was in such a panic that he didn't stop to look down in the hole that I was in. And it was, it was great. It was just like, I'm just sitting here hacking away and stealing all the data from your phone and you can't find me. There are even rewards in the game for doing this stuff successfully. You gain, uh, I think it was notoriety was the measurement of it. Ah. And so it unlocks certain things for you, like nitro boosts for cars, and et etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera, A lot of the side missions are, are kind of fun. Uh, there's gang takedowns. I, so here's where the crossover between GTA 4 and Assassin's Creed comes in. It's GTA 4 with stealth. The idea is you aren't always going in and just like, guns blazing. You want to go in quietly and carefully. And so that comes out in a lot of the side missions, like the gang hideout missions. Uh, I made liberal use of the CTOS blackout, which shuts down the power for the area that you're in. It's very, very useful when you need to sneak up on someone. Yeah, no power would help that, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So you sneak up on them, take them down, and then you're out before the power comes back up. And the rest of the gang goes like, wait, what just happened? Why is our leader dead? <laughs>
0: That's funny.
1: There's a mission where you need to uh, get to someone who's in prison because he, he has seen your face and can identify you, and that's really bad. And so you walk into the prison with a gun above your head. like You, you walk in with your arms up and a gun in your arm, in your hand. Okay. Because you want to get arrested. Yeah. And so you walk through the metal detector, and these two guards who aren't paying any attention look up and start going like, Holy shit, gun, gun. And then they throw you to the ground. Yeah. But it's it's just such a wonderful scene of like, I'm going to go get arrested. What? That's, it's a good game.
0: That's funny.
1: It's a really good game. I I recommend you play it. All right. Random topic. Random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah.
0: Have you ever had a coworker that you wanted to give the pink slip and why? Why would I want to give away my car? Well, okay, have you ever had a coworker that you wanted to give the pink slip? Right. You want to fire I've, them.
1: Why would oh Oh, oh, that makes more sense. Okay. You've never heard getting the pink slip? I have. Have you ever heard of getting, of racing for pinks?
0: Yes. There used to be a TV show called I Do Believe Pinks.
1: Okay. Do you know what the pink slips were in in car and cars and why you would race for pinks? Yes, they were your owner slips. Right. So you, you read this question before the episode, I'm like, why would you ever give your car to a co-worker i i had that interpretation of pink slip gotcha no this was fire okay so why would you ever want to? so so would you have you ever had a co-worker you wanted to fire yes does my boss from the high school count is, is that, that technically a coworker? a co-worker i well we were both employees of the school district probably could count then yes i have had people who shall remain nameless that i would love to have been able to fire Trying to
0: think if there's people I've been with that I've wanted to fire.
1: No one at Eastern now.
0: Um, there was the uh, manager who almost got me fired at Best Buy. Yeah, probably a couple people at Best Buy actually. Yeah, there were a couple of people at Best Buy that I was like, "Why are you even here?
1: How are you employed?" Yes. So now, yes,
0: when when the the quote unquote manager on duty at the time disobeys company protocol and then you get literally left holding the bag of your drawer short a couple thousand dollars because they didn't do their end of it right oops yeah that's not good no and i'm like what? i i called the manager i finished out the thing there because it was a cash like you had to finish it out you couldn't avoid the transaction with where we were so you had to finish it out and then they would be able to go back and just void it out but it was at the end of the day, and I brought it up to her, and she's like, all right, I'll take care of this over customer service. And she just did her own thing with it, and I'm sitting there going, uh... <laughs> oops. <laughs> WTF? Yeah, no, she was dating one of the other managers, and so... Hmm. Yeah. Is that nepotism when it's relationships, or...? Yeah, it's, it's close enough. Okay, cool. Well, no, I, I felt like she should have been fired for that. Yeah. And was not, just because she was dating one of the other managers. Okay. There's probably other ones in there, and Kate could probably remind me, but nothing really comes to mind right now. Yeah, I'm usually pretty happy with people that I work with. Yeah. Usually. Everybody's happy with me, so that's nice. Yay. Yeah. All right, well, that's uh, it. Yeah, guess that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.